Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back here for our exit interview. And today we are going to be talking with the uh, latest player voted out of the game. That is going to be Justine. She will be here in just a moment to talk about her experience here with the Vessi tribe and everything that went on with the Beware Advantage and Cody's hat and uh, much more in our exit interview podcast. Of course, uh, we are going to be later on today recapping everything from episode two of Survivor. J.D. Robinson from season 41 is going to join me. Our patrons uh, can be there live as we are going to record that later on this evening. Uh, It's uh, my son Dominic's birthday today, so happy birthday to Dominic. After uh, we get some dinner, I'll be talking with J.D. later on tonight. On Friday night, I will also be live for everybody at 6 p.m. Eastern when we get into our feedback show with Chantel Francis. If you have feedback questions that you want to get in for the episode, go to robhasawebsite.com slash voicemail to uh, leave us your feedback messages. We love to hear from you. One other thing before we hear from Justine, big announcement. I want to say it here first uh, before I post it on social media for all the looky-loos to hear about. Of course, we let our patrons know a couple of weeks ago that we are going to get together in person once again. And this time, we are going to the capital of the United States of America, Washington, D.C. I will be at the National Press Club on November 2nd for a live Survivor viewing on a Wednesday night, followed by podcast and podcast recap with Survivors in attendance 
to talk about it all and get together with you. That is going to be Wednesday, November 2nd. Plus, we will have a after party hosted by, of course, the great Bryce and Wendell. Bryce and Wen presents the after party for RHAP Live, Washington, D.C., November 2nd at the National Press Club. Pretty pretty nice uh, place to be doing a live podcast. I don't know if uh, they're used to slumming it with having a uh, podcast come in and uh, record there, but that's what we're doing. So should be a lot of fun. Can't wait to see so many of you in person. For ticket information, go to robiswebsitecom slash dctix. T-I-X-D-C-T-I-X, robswebsitecom slash D-C-T-I-X. All right, and with that, you can, of course, uh, see this exit interview up on our YouTube channel at robswebsitecom slash YouTube. Uh, let's uh, bring in my exit interview with Justine. Hey, Justine, Rob Sestrino, and very sad to see you uh, go out of the game. How are you doing? Hi, Rob. Um, I am honestly doing fine. I thought that last night's episode was kind of like hilarious. I found joy in it. So I, and I'm choosing to see it that way. So I'm fine. Okay. Tell me what was it? Uh, what was the part that you thought was hilarious, Justine? <laughs> um, the spider bit because yeah. for multiple reasons, um, everyone out there is equally afraid of spiders. No one enjoys spiders. Like people don't go on survivor and, and they're like, Oh, I like hope you see a lot of spiders. No, like that's absolutely not how it is. Um, and so the fact that they compiled a bunch of scenes of only me complaining about the spiders, <laughs> um, it was relatable because I do hate spiders and I will like put my stamp on that till the day I die. But it was just, it was funny to me. And I, it, it, like, they, they painted me as like this, like girly girl that doesn't like to be around bugs and stuff. And people were like wrong show, but again, no one yeah. goes on survival with spiders. Just, yeah, I'm going to back you up. Uh, I'm not a fan. Thank you. They're overrated, in my opinion. Thank you. Yeah. I know. So Too many uh, eyes, too many legs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel the way about spiders that Cody feels about salespeople. Yeah. So okay, you hate me too? <laughs> no, it's about spiders. That's how I feel about spiders. Oh, right, right. Yes. Okay. okay. I have no problem with salespeople, but it seems like that for whatever reason, this tribe really seemed to have some bad experience sales with- on sales violence. With salespeople. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you know that in your line of work, it was so stigmatized? Well, yes. I th salespeople um, definitely have- bad reps to some people, but that's also if you're a car salesman, like if you're in software sales, like you're not a skinny, slimy person, or at least if you're a good software salesperson, you're not that way. Um, and I could be wrong, but I don't think sales has ever been a death sentence to someone in Survivor. So I never thought twice of it when I said like, yeah, I work in software sales, but in hindsight, I should have just said cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, you live and you learn. Yeah, I think that yeah. in four to three seasons, I don't think that that has ever uh, come up specifically about if sales. If I ever get invited to a returnee season, I'll just transfer to customer success or marketing or something. Yeah. It's like less intimidating. Justine, uh, we got to talk about everything that went on with the hat. Okay. Uh, so you're on the island. Cody, he's made this hat and now he wants to uh, give it some flair. Did you think at all that that was sus, uh, that he started asking everybody for their beads all of a sudden in hindsight? No, because Cody was such 
a character out there. Like Cody is Cody. Like he was exactly in real life, like how he has been portrayed on the screen, except in real life, I did not think he was doing half the scheming. Mm -hmm. Um, I said in one of my confessionals, I was like, I don't know if Cody's here, like just for a kind of like a free vacation or if he's actually here to play the game. Um, and he was definitely playing the game more than I thought he was out there. So I was fooled by that. But, um, I mean, he's such a character where him creating a hat, like a perfectly weaved hat and then wanting to bedazzle it did not even strike me as weird for him. <laughs> okay. So then what was your reaction when you found out that this was a mission that he was on to collect all of the jewels? My mouth dropped to the floor. Cause I think everyone on my season coming into this was like, how is the beware advantage going to work? Cause if someone says a really weird out of place, you know, line, we're obviously all going to perk up to that and be like, uh, mm -hmm. Okay, that person definitely found something. So we knew that they had to change the beware advantage for our season. We just didn't know what it was. And like, I was like mouth to the floor shocked when I heard back at Ponderosa that that is how it worked for my season. And I was like, wow, like that actually is so cool. But hindsight is twenty twenty. I hate that I gave him my beads. Well, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the uh, the plan that you had going in where uh, that you put a vote on Cody because uh, you felt like the votes were going on to NECA and you were concerned that NECA was going to play uh, the shot in the dark. Uh, how confident were you that that was what was going to happen at the tribal council? I was like 90% confident that I was safe. Um, it wasn't until... Uh, Cody said that thing about like, yeah, Justine, if you're here tomorrow, I'll make you a hat. Um, and I could tell like NECA was being like overly smiley and happy. And I was like, she's acting really confident right now. Um, and so it, it clicked for me. I was like, I think I'm going home tonight. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, we, me, Noel and Dwight, we trusted Jesse at this point. We were like, we're just going to put all of our trust in Jesse. He's with us. Like, we don't have to worry about it. And so in my little voting confessional, I say, like, I hope everyone sticks to the plan. Um, all four of us stick to the plan because we had a plan. That mm -hmm. was our plan. Um, but it turns out me and Noel and Dwight were the one, or yeah, me and Noel and Dwight were the ones getting played. Justine, when you watched the episode back, uh, were you surprised to hear from Jesse uh, how much that uh, he felt like that you were uh, a threat to his game specifically? Um. Yes, I was pleasantly surprised to hear that because if I'm going to go down and get voted out, I will 100% take it uh, because I'm a threat and for over any other reason, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to get voted out because uh, I'm like annoying or anything related to my character or because I'm like weak. Like I would 100% take like getting voted out because I'm a threat over anything else. So honestly, like... I chose to like take that as a good thing that he said that um, it stung a little bit that he said that I was the person he jived with least on our tribe because I actually really liked Jesse out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was it was kind of a pleasant surprise for me. You said in the episode last night that you have a really good lying face. Is that <laughs> is that is that true? I immediately turned to my fiance and I was like, is it bad that I said that? Mm -hmm. I was like really like second, I was like kind of spiraling after I heard that. Um, but, uh, I mean, I just have a straight face. Like I'm good at just like keeping my face 
in one facial expression, I guess. Mm-hmm. So if I am lying, I can just literally keep my face like yeah. this. Poker face. Poker face. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You seem to bond instantly with Noel. Uh, could you talk a little bit about the relationship you had with Noel out there? Yes. Um, so Noel and I hit it off like pretty immediately. Um, it was just, it was an easy relationship to build because we're so similar in age. Um, and on top of that, I think we both sensed that each other was competitive. I had no idea that Noel was a Paralympian. Um, she didn't tell us that. Uh, and so she told us that she was a lacrosse coach. And so, so I was still like, okay, this girl's athletic. Um, she's going to be good at challenges. Like she doesn't want to lose either. Um, and I said in my confessionals that didn't make the edit that, um, she felt like someone who I would play sports with growing up and the girls that were on my sports team teams growing up were the girls that I was like closest with the girls that I was friends with and the girls that I would hang out with most. And so, um, it was a pretty instant bond for us. So in the preseason, we previewed all of the tribes and and we've said, okay, it seems like Justine and Noel, I, I bet they're going to get along. And both of you talked about how, you know, working with the women. Uh, and that was something that was important to you. And really in all the other tribes uh, that we saw that the women, there was at least some talk of the women sticking together. Did you mm-hmm. two at all ever hit it off with NECA and talk about that? Or was NECA off instantly with Cody? That's actually a good question. Um, going into Survivor, I knew that there's only been like one successful all-female alliance, mm-hmm. and that was Black Widow's Brigade. Um, and aside from that, a lot of them just don't end up succeeding. And so I never went into it thinking like, oh, women's alliance. Um, I I knew immediately off the bat that like Cody and NECA were kind of um, getting close. And I also knew that they were targeting me because they didn't really make an effort that much of an effort to talk to me out there. Um, and so in return, yeah, I, I wasn't really trying to, you know, uh, get to know NECA and, and like gain her trust and like talk game with her either, because I can sense that I was their prey. Yeah. After the challenge that there was a moment where there's some conversation about, okay, there was a missing puzzle piece that was still in the bag. Um, was, was there universally assigned blame as to what happened uh, with that missing puzzle piece? Well, I think you can see on TV how the episode went that we immediately get back to camp and um, Cody is incentivized to say this because he's in an alliance with NECA, but he says, you know, we, any one of us could have made that mistake. We were all there. We, we all saw it. Like it's, it's on all of us that um, the puzzle piece wasn't taken out of the bag. Um, and so like, I think some people can choose to see it that way. Um, for me, if, how did you see it? How, how did I see it though? Um, if you're choosing to do the puzzle, if you're volunteering to do the puzzle and it's like, it's on you to be remembering those instructions and like, you're carrying the bag and you drop it, like that's on you. Um, obviously we have a ton going on in our minds during this challenge. We're just like looking at all the other tribes, like where's everyone at, um, and we're not really allowed to help with the puzzle. If you're volunteering to do the puzzle, I think it's on it's your responsibility to remember to take the puzzle piece out of the bag. Yeah. Do you think that should have been a bigger factor in deciding who was going to go home? I thought it would be. Um, and, you know, obviously I'm guilty of the whole let's keep the tribe strong thing, um, as are a lot of people. Uh, you can see that on other tribes as well. Like I, I thought that should be, um, you know, a bigger factor in it. 
Um, but honestly, seeing any woman go home again was not great. So whether if, whether it was me or NECA, um, I don't think it would have been pleasing for anyone to see. Mm-hmm. Um, that means two women out. And obviously the whole keeping the tribe strong mentality means, okay, we need to keep boys in for, for longer because of their strength. So yeah. it is what it is. I'd love to hear a little bit more about the relationship that uh, you and Noel had with Dwight. I think we heard about it a little bit more than we saw it. Uh, just how close uh, were the two of you with Dwight? So Dwight was 100% in our circle of trust. Um, and that's something that you don't really see on the episodes. Uh, and that's something that I even vocalized on my tribal council, um, because we didn't want them to know that Dwight was 100% with us. Um, we kind of told him to keep playing the middle, um, because we want to get information from what the other alliances are saying, uh, stuff like that. But no, Dwight was 100% with us. So when he lost his vote, that was the beginning of my downfall. Yeah. If he had his vote, how do you think this tribal council goes? Um, it's hard to say because obviously that would make three and three. Um, it's also hard to say because, you know, if Cody found that beware advantage, like who's to say that if Dwight had kept his vote that, you know, Cody would still have been able to collect all the beads. We have no idea. Mm -hmm. Um, but one thing is for certain, that's if, if I knew that I was on the bottom, if I wasn't 100% sure that like me and Noelle and Dwight trusted that Cody was, uh, sorry, that Jesse was voting with us. Um, I absolutely would have played my shot in the dark. Can you talk a little bit uh, about some things that we might not have seen in the first five days of the game at Vessi that would be interesting to us Survivor fans? Honestly, like some of the main things, like the shelter falling on us and then that somehow producing fire, I was like, I hope that makes it on there. Um, Dwight ate a worm like 10 minutes into us getting to Bessie beach. Like we weren't even starving yet. And I was like, I double doggy dare you. And he was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he eats a worm. Um, we also endured that storm and it probably lasted a good four or five hours. Um, but we didn't, they didn't show that like Bessie suffering, which was kind of a bummer. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well if they didn't show it on TV, did it really happen? Um, but yeah, there was a lot that happened out there that doesn't make the edit. Unfortunately. Now we did see, back in the first episode, that you were the one to get the fire going uh, for your tribe. Uh, How meaningful was that for you to be the one to be able to get the fire started? It was, it was very meaningful for me because I was practicing making fire from Flint with paper towels in my Santa Monica sink for probably two months leading up to going on Survivor. Um, I was like, I want to be able to make fire on Survivor. And the moment I did that, I looked up and I just remember Jesse like kind of like whisper shouting at me. He was like, you just made fire on survivor. And I was like, Oh my God, I did. Um, it was definitely on my survivor bucket list. I'm glad that I got to accomplish that. Obviously I think it ended up, um, positioning me as a threat. Um, which is kind of annoying. Cause I think that only happens, um, for women on the show. If you come out too strong and you show your cards too early, it's like, mm-hmm. Ooh, you're a threat. Um, but people like Gabler and Sammy didn't get that same, uh, you know, reaction when they made a fire for their tribe. Oh, they're an asset. Yeah. Yeah. They're an asset. Exactly. Okay. Can you give us before you go, uh, maybe one, uh, wild thing that Cody did that we didn't see on the TV show that you experienced? One wild thing. I don't know if you want, I guess wild is one way to put it, (laughs) but there are carvings on the trees out on the Island, obviously from past survivor seasons. Mm -hmm. And one of them said Kenya on it and Dw- or Cody read it as Kenny A. 
Kenya. Yes. That famous um, survivor player, Kenny A. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're the ones that are dumb for thinking that uh, it said Kenya. We'll never know. Okay. Uh, Justine, uh, very sad to see you go. Uh, that uh, I know you were a, a trendy winner pick. Uh, I thought you were going to go really far in the game. So disappointed uh, to see you go out so Thanks, soon. Rob. But all the best outside of Survivor, okay? Thanks, Rob. All right, take care. Bye. Appreciate it. Take care. All right, everybody, there you have it. Justine, not Kenny A, uh, Justine, who uh, had a you know, really good attitude about the whole thing, uh, did not seem uh, bitter about the experience, uh, had some good insight there about what was going on over at uh, Vessi. And yeah, you know, I really thought that she was somebody who was going to go uh, very far. I really did like her profile coming into uh, the game. And during the draft, she fell. And I said, okay, Hey, everybody, what are you doing? Uh, Justine is, is right there. We let her fell too, too far. Um, but I guess maybe uh, that's what uh, some people on Vessi Tribe uh, thought that, okay, this is somebody who uh, we should be worried about. And ultimately, you know, somebody's got to go home. And so uh, Justine is out on uh, two episodes into season 43 of Survivor. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Jordan Kalish is going to stop by and tell us about What has happened on this, the last week of September in Survivor history as our exit interview podcast rolls along. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. All right, everybody, it's uh, the favorite segment in uh, all of Rob is a podcast here back with us. I'm going to hit record so we can uh, go ahead and get the video version of this going. Here is Jordan Kayla. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing doing great, Rob. I uh, As we are recording this, 
We talked about last week how we thought that maybe by the time you would listen to the last podcast that Aaron Judge would have hit 61, home run number 61, tying the uh, the the real the real home run record because we don't we don't care about the steroid record. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has not done it yet, and as of this recording, I recognize the the you know the Major League Baseball record. You, you recognize the 73 yes, Barry Bonds record? Yes, that's I mean, record. Aaron Judge has said that that is the record, but I, th- I think he's just trying to uh, to be diplomatic. But um, yeah, uh, but either either way, he's going for the, the American League record, mm-hmm. um, which which of the two leagues, I think. Is I, I recognize the record until impressive. Pete Alonso hit 64 home runs. And, yeah, when, yeah, yeah, when Pete, Pete Alonso hit 64 home runs, you're yeah. not even going to recognize... Uh, Jordan, uh, are you going to be distracted during this? Um, po- possibly, but I feel like I'm usually distracted during these anyway. So I, th- I think it's par for the course. Um, I think that Aaron judge might hit number 61 as we're recording this. And if he does, we'll give you a little play by play. Um, and it'll, it'll I, mean, be you'll give the, I don't have the Yankee game on. Well, I'll, I'll give the play by play, but it, I don't watch be, sports while I'm podcasting. I, I usually don't either. Uh, but I have, I have a whole different setup right now. I'm not even at my desk. I have a little snack table that my computer's on and I'm sitting in front of my TV. Maybe one time when the Mets were in the world series in 2015, I think I might've had like an iPad next to mm-hmm. the computer. Yeah, that's that's fair though. I mean, look, the Mets don't make the World Series all that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, not every day. Yeah, not every day. Okay. All right. Jordan, week yes. two of Survivor 43. Yeah. It's uh it's it's been a, a fun season so far. Uh do we have to record two two intros for this like we did last week? Like that was a great episode. No, uh, we pulled eh, back the so- curtain. We pulled back the curtain cuz already because the, I mean you already said it's Tuesday night uh when we're recording this. So that's that's true. But if you're you're listening to this on Thursday, so hello, you are in the future. Mm-hmm. I hope that we have made uh, great strides uh since since this moment. Yep. Um a lot of progress in the world. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday Dominic. Okay. Uh yes. and then Jordan Yes. Let's get into it. This week in last week of September in Survivor history. Let's let's do it. I'm gonna last I'm gonna week do something. Doesn't killed it. Thank you. I was worried I, I, I was rusty after the off season. No, you, you you did pretty well. I think we had uh, the the games last week. I think were pretty tough. It was a lot to remember. Yeah. This time there's going to be. Uh, it's a little bit less involved this week. I maybe went a little bit old school this week, and I have some I have some dates for you about like when these episodes happened. I didn't do that last week because with the premieres I cheat a little bit. I don't really. Sorry, it wasn't really this week in Survivor history last week. It was yeah. it was like this week in in uh, Survivor premiere history. But that's special. The premiere is a special episode. Now we're episode two. The season is is like you know chugging along, and uh, we're ready to get back into choo into choo. what we used to do on Twitch. Yeah. Which I'm going to give you the date of the top of the uh, of these episodes that happened in Survivor history. So we are going to go all the way back to one of my favorite seasons. I think one of your favorite seasons too. Survivor Pearl Islands from September 25th, 2003, mm-hmm. 19 years ago. This past Sunday, uh, they were pirates. Rupert was there. Everyone was there. Uh, so here's the question. Johnny Fairplay was famously sent to the Morgan camp to loot an item where Savage labeled him a little pissant. But this was not the first time that Drake looted Morgan. Who was the first straight contestant to loot Morgan, taking a tarp and partially damaging their shelter in the process? The way that this is going to work, um, you're going to get three points uh, if you're able to answer the question correctly without the multiple choice. Mm-hmm. If you need the multiple choice, you'll get one point. There is no penalty for a wrong answer. So even if you get it oh. wrong, I'll still give you the multiple choice. Um, you're going to need to get a total of, let's say you need to get um to, to win this quiz, let's say you need to get four points. I have two multiple choice yeah. questions for you, which means you need Between to get one us, right with like the multiple it. choice. I kind of feel like you should come up with the number before we get on the podcast. I did. This time I did. Okay. 
sounds like it sounds like you're kind of making it up on the spot. No, no. The last time, last week I did, but the, no, this week I had the number in mind. It was three three points with the multiple choice, one without. So if you get four points, you need to get two questions right, one with, okay. one without. You're a winner. If you get a question wrong on this, though, you automatically lose. Okay. Well, I believe that that person was. Um, I believe that person was Sandra. So Sandra Diaz Twine, two-time Survivor winner, uh, as Aaron Judge steps up to the up to the plate, looking to hit two more home runs to uh, to break uh, Roger Maris's American League record. Uh, Sandra is correct. Uh, you start the game off with three points. Uh, congratulations, as Aaron Judge steps up to the plate again. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this, you probably already know what happened in this at bat. If if uh, people were going crazy. It means he hit it. If not, it means he did not. So that's a strike uh, mm-hmm. right down the middle from uh, yeah. Jose Barrios. Hey, okay. nothing like getting play-by-play of a two-day-old baseball game in your podcast feed. I think feed. this is what people are looking for when they when they uh, log on to Twitter. Look, they want to hear the exit interview, sure. They want to hear Kalish even more mm-hmm. than that. And then even more than that, they want to hear Kalish announcing a baseball game as uh, Jose Barrios' uh, 0-1 pitch is low and outside. The count is 1-1. One one. Okay. What, what pitch was it? Curveball. Um, it, it looked like a like a like a fastball, maybe a little bit of a cutter. I don't know if he throws a cutter. Had some some cutting action away. Uh, that is also low and outside. So did Sandra nice. on the tarp. Yeah, exactly. She uh, unfortunately for the uh, the Drake, she she well they, they could have helped her. Look, they could have helped Sandra take the tarp off the roof, and, and they were no Sandra, you do it yourself. And then it, then the tarp broke. It's one person trying to take a whole big tarp, and that is low and inside three one count to Aaron Judge. Great hitters count here, and we are going to Survivor China. If you get this question right, you will win the quiz. This is going to be September 27th, 2007, 15 years ago this past Tuesday. And again, you could even get it without the, sorry, with the multiple choice and you will still be a winner. And that is a pitch right down the middle, full count to Aaron Judge. Who was the first player of Survivor China chosen to be kidnapped going from Zhang Hu to Fei Long until the next immunity challenge? They did the kidnapping a lot during Survivor China. This is a twist that I actually really like in Survivor. I wish they would uh, sort of do this again. I mean, I guess with uh, Shipwheel Island, you sort of get the interaction between the players. Um, but uh, yeah, this, this is uh, the, the kidnapping was fun. But who was the first player to be kidnapped? As Aaron Judge walks once again, Roger Maris Jr. and Aaron Judge's mom looking on. They've had enough of these walks, Rob. <laughs> okay. All right. I won't uh, be distracted for the rest of the podcast. Some, now. That's yes. Good news. As someone uh, walked from which from which camp to which camp from Fei Long this to Jean Hu? They're, they're going from from Jean. They're uh, a Jean Hu tribe member uh, got kidnapped by Fei Long. Okay. First person of the season to be kidnapped. And again, you can you can get a perfect six points here, but you just need to get it right. So even if you get it wrong here, I, you have another. I'm shot. not hundred percent sure. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say that it was Leslie. Leslie is incorrect. Oh, so that wow. is uh, not not the right answer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fact check you just to just to double check I had it right because <laughs> there, there there have been times in the past where where I have that, uh, hey, that's always important. You should fact check on the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. They they going on kinds of. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I was I was correct. Okay. Uh, okay. So here I mean, are the multiple is, choice. This is not very uh, confidence uh, inspiring. Yeah, but okay. Sometimes when I have like two tribes listed on here, I got to make sure that I have the right one. Okay. So um, here are the people that we have. We have A, Dave Cruiser, B, Jamie Dugan, C, James Clement, and D was Leslie Nice. You know, it's not D because you just guessed D. Yes. Okay. So 
Just ask the question one more time. Yes. Who was the first player of Survivor China chosen to be kidnapped going from Zhan Hu to Fei Long until the next immunity challenge? So okay. the Zhan Hu tribe member. Boy, I'm trying to remember. I, I can't, I, I'm really having a hard time remembering uh, which tribe was which. Uh, and I, I I feel like that, um, I know Ashley went and Dave also went uh, pretty early on. I, I'm wondering if it was, maybe it was Ashley. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Ashley. So Ashley Massaro. Well, that, that's not oh, one of the questions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who is I'm sorry. Jamie. It's, Jamie. It's Jamie. Jamie. Jamie Dugan. Jamie. So yeah, I would have, um, the, you know, I would have been more strict on that because if, if it wasn't multiple choice, but Ashley Massaro was not one of the options. So not. Yeah, I able get to be Jamie, D- Jamie Dugan and Ashley trainer. Uh, I feel like they're the, kind of the same archetype. Yeah. Ashley Trainer, uh, completely different Ashley that was on Survivor China. But I, I see I see what you mean. I think Jamie yeah. Dugan, a little bit more of a character. Also, the correct answer to this question. Um, only only two Jean Hoos were um were kidnapped during the season. It was Dave and Jamie. Uh the other two people were Fei Long's uh James and Leslie. So Jamie is correct. Uh you have four points, you have won the quiz, and we have one more little thing for you. Oh. We're going back, Rob, to the verbal rebus. It's happening. Okay. Is it Aaron Judge? It is not Aaron Judge. Okay. It is a Survivor player who was voted out this week in Survivor history. Mm-hmm. I've had enough of Aaron Judge. Get a while. I mean, it's not his fault. Look, you don't think he's he, going to finish it, the season on sixty, do you? No, he's he's going to hit. Look, my my prediction for weeks is sixty four. I'm sticking with sixty four. Sixty four. Sixty four. He's you know Barry Bond said on the on the K Rod cast that once he gets gets sixty one, it's it becomes easy. Mm-hmm. And of course, Barry Bonds knows knows about making it easy to hit home runs. So. um, Let's go to the verbal rebus. This is going to be a survivor contestant, not a baseball player. Even though baseball players have played survivor, so I guess it could be a baseball player. Mm-hmm. So let's see what happens. We have you you want to do you want me to like do it clue by clue instead of reading the whole thing? It's kind of a long one. Okay. Okay. So the last name of the only South Pacific contestant who received at least one vote at every pre-merge Upolu tribal council yet still made the merge. That's very long. Uh, yes. So South Pacific contestant went to um, every pre-merge Upolu tribal council, got a vote, at least one vote at all of these tribal councils, but this person still made the merge. Okay. Person who made the merge. So, uh, well, I don't think it was Sophie. I don't think it was Albert. I don't think you're starting with the Strada. Um, then uh, Edna Ma. I could see, I could see it being uh, Edna or Ma. Um, I could, I don't know if a coach, I think coach would have been pissed if he would have got the, I don't think it was Rick. So, okay. All right. I'm going to just write down Ma for now. So we have Ma so so far. That might be correct. Plus Colby's brother's name. It's not, uh, Mariano Rivera, is it? (laughs) It is not a Yankee player, but what is Colby's brother's name? Reed. Yeah. Damn it. Reed. Um, minus the single letter that Johnny Fairplay wrote on the voting parchment at the Pearl Islands Final Four. Was he wrote D. one letter yeah. on the D. Yes, okay. Plus the official name of the Gen X tribe on season 33. Oh. It was not really called the Gen X tribe. It had a real name. Yeah, F to final. Uh, okay, is, let's, let's leave that blank. Okay, minus Sarge's actual first name. It was Lee. 
Vanuatu Sarge, yeah. Uh, plus the first letter of the starting tribe of San Juan del Sur's winner. The first name. The first letter. Le- of first the starting, letter of the starting tribe. The starting tribe okay. of San Juan del Sur's winner. I sort of had to stretch okay. on this one. I'll, I'll admit. Um, okay, I believe that was Hunapu. That was an H. Uh, plus San Juan del Sur's resident Broadway actor. Another read. Isn't that Josh? Is Josh the Broadway actor? They both were. Okay, well, it's Josh. Not <laughs> Reed. <laughs> um, Remember, he was my, Spider-Man in Spider-Man uh, the Musical. That's, Reed Kelly. That's true. I did see that musical. I don't think that Reed was in it when when I saw the musical. Um, yeah, it's not not Reed. I should. I actually almost went with uh, with with uh, Reed's ex-boyfriend, uh, but that that is. I'm, I'm giving you Josh because that you're right. Those could both be correct. Yeah. Minus Juicy Blank, the chicken from Cambodia. Juicy blank. The name of the chicken. Yeah. Plus, and this is the last one, plus the first letter of the first name of Survivor 41's Abraham. This is a tough, this is a, this is a, not an easy verbal read. This maybe one of the harder ones that we've had. Um, I, can you give me the pluses and the minus again? Sure. Uh, so it is the South Pacific contestant. Okay. Um, plus Colby's brother's name. Okay. Minus the single letter that Fair Play wrote on the voting parchment okay. of the final four. Plus the name of the Gen X tribe. Minus Sarge's actual first name. Okay. Hold on. Plus uh, yep. Gen X tribe. Okay. Yes. Plus the first. Plus the first letter of the starting tribe of San Juan del Sur's winner. Wait. Plus, hold on. Hold on. Well, it's, the Sarge's first name was also plus. Uh, it was minus Sarge's first name. Okay. Plus the first letter of the starting tribe of Sam Wondelser's winner. Plus Reed, Reed's ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, minus Juicy Blank, the chicken from Cambodia. Yeah. Plus the first letter of the first name of Survivor 41's Abraham. He went by Abraham, but Abraham is his last name. And, and, the, what, and what is the first letter of the first name? The first letter of the first name. Um... Is it Mari Takahashi? Is that what this is? Rob, it is 100% Mari Takahashi. Okay, oh Edna Ma God. was correct. It took a long time to get there. It was a little bit of a stretch, but yes, Ed, Edna Ma. Not, it was not a, the verbal rebus puzzle being a stretch. I think that that was the hardest question on the quiz, the hard, harder than yes. the multiple choice. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, Edna Ma was the, uh, the Opolu contestant we were looking for. Damn it, Reed. We know uh, Colby's brother. Uh, single letter, fair play, bro- voted out Dara at the final four with Will, with Will and Sandra. The mm-hmm. Gen X tribe was the Takali tribe, minus Sarge's first name, which is Lee, uh, plus the first letter of the starting tribe of San Juan del, del Sur's winner. Uh, the winner, of course, is Natalie Anderson. The tribe is Hunapu. San Juan del Sur's resident Broadway actor slash uh, Reed's ex-boyfriend, that, that is Josh, minus Juicy J, uh, the chicken from Cambodia. So it's Josh minus J, plus the first letter of the first name of Survivor 41's uh, Abraham. Imagine if Abraham went by E, like yeah, like an character. entourage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that would have been good. Okay, all Maybe right. Maybe he wouldn't have been the first one. Jordan Kalish, you've done yes. it again. I have. I've done something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Jordan. Where can people keep up with you? Uh, pe- people can keep up with me uh, on Twitter at Jordan Kalish. Um, I mentioned mentioned last week that uh, Sari actually came down and uh, and hosted yes. a little bit of a Survivor game that I played it played in. If you go to Sari's Facebook page, she has posted a YouTube link to some some highlights from. Uh, from that game, uh, which which is very cool to see, so reposting something about me, uh, and well, not really about me. I'm 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 not really featured in the video. There's one moment where you see me losing a challenge uh, to Alex Worsenhauser, so uh, that, there was that. 
Um, and yeah, that was, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a well-edited video. Uh, it has some, some good tribal council music behind it. Uh, and it's, uh, cool. Very cool that, uh, Cerise so into this, uh, this live game world now. Look, she's who, who an amazing woman. She got up off the couch and now she's doing it again. Okay. All right, Jordan, we're doing it again next Thursday. Okay. Yep. I can, I can't wait. Uh, and, uh, to, to the person who, whose exit interview you heard at the beginning of the podcast, you're still a winner in our book. Yes. Thank you. All right, Jordan. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. Jordan Kalish back here for this week in Survivor History. Uh, Aaron Judge did go on to hit his uh, 61st home run, I think on Wednesday. Uh, so congratulations to Jordan for that accomplishment uh, one day after he originally was hoping to see it happen. All right. Thank you so much for uh, making history with us once again. Also, uh, I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, tickets for DC RHAP Live coming up for November 2nd. Go to robinswebsitecom slash ticks. Be sure to check out all the other Survivor podcasts coming your way in our Survivor podcast feed this weekend. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VGW void or prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.